John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to the You Up podcast. It's Nikki Glazer. Um, happy week to you. It's Friday. Um, I guess it's like Christmas break week. Or do people go back to work next week? I really don't know. I don't know how to... I think... Christmas falls in a weird day this year, so people are don't know where when to start celebrating. But Friday feels it feels good today. It feels Christmassy out there, at least to me. I'm here with two Jewish men on my couch in Soho, and they reprimanded me. I said Merry Christmas to one of them as they entered my apartment, and the other one said, We're Jewish and reprimanded me. I feel like I have to be sensitive. Whitney Cummings just came out with a story about how she said Merry Christmas on, on her show. And an intern reported her. So I'm here with um, uh, Andrew Collin, as mostly always. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Thanks for having me. And by the way, I was being completely sarcastic. I don't care if you say Merry Christmas, uh, Jew head, uh, yarmulke face. uh, You were reading my mind so good so far. I know. I don't care. (laughs) I really don't care. <laughs> I know what you were thinking, huh? Yeah. When you look at my nose. No, always. You know what? <laughs> it's it's funny because my friend who is the producer of this podcast, Noah, like um I sometimes call her nose because it's like Noah and it feels like I might be doing like a a type of slur, but she also has like a gorgeous nose. So it's not like I'm but it feels weird sometimes, but I just feel I like I want to call her nose cuz Noah is that okay? It doesn't. I guess I should ask Noah, not you. It also doesn't help that you look like Hitler's dream. Honestly, that's what my dad used to tell me I was. I'm not even joking you. My dad used to go, Hitler would have loved you, and you would have been safe. And I would have been like, okay, thanks, Dad. I honestly was flattered. Welcome to the show. Um, one of my other favorite people. Your dad is telling you he wants to fuck you. Oh, my God. No. I hope my dad's not listening to this. God, we're really having a, a therapy session right now. Oh, uh, thanks, Andrew. Uh, welcome to the show. One of my favorites, one of my newest, uh, I would say dearest friends, Dan Perlman, everyone. Oh, hi. Thanks so much, man. This has been so fun before I even talked. I was just hoping it would just go Andrew saying Drew slurs for the entire time. <laughs> I would have been fine with that if he was just doing that for 40 minutes and then we just slowly faded out. <laughs> <laughs> well, he couldn't make it past two. Well, I didn't want to go to the third one, even if it is my own. Uh, I am Jewish, so I can say it. Yeah. Do you know my joke where I go, I say a slightly anti-Semitic thing, and then I say, I can say that because I'm not Jewish and it doesn't really affect me or make me feel bad. I say that with anything offensive I say. It's smart. I mean, it's like a... Uh, that I could be like alluding to having. Like, uh, what, What's the other one I say? I can do that because... With the autism. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm uh, not autistic, so I don't... No, 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 the rape. That's... Well, I don't want to get into that, but I someone, do. Yeah, someone in conversation, I, I forget who I was talking to, but he said, he's like, he's like, but you don't really understand what that's like. And I was like, that's true, but in my defense, I'm not trying to. Right. I don't want to understand it. Yes. So I just want to say a thing. Yeah. And it's and what I'm saying about like, because I talk about rape on stage and I literally say, I'm going to talk about rape and I'm allowed to. It's just a misdirect, but it's right. true too. And I'm allowed. I don't have a problem doing it right. because I haven't been raped. So <laughs> it doesn't feel as bad as it would if I were raped. And, right. and, and then I go into the fact that I, I'm not bragging that. I, I'm not saying I haven't been raped like, 
like that's not a joke. I haven't been, and the only reason I haven't been is because I'm lucky. Yeah. It's all luck. Like it doesn't like make me feel like I'm better than you, you or something. You still have time. Oh yeah. I mean sometimes and I think I've said this on the show before, sometimes I'll see um when you go in women's stalls in yeah. uh airports, mm-hmm. they'll sometimes have a sign that is written in different languages. Like if you're a sex slave, contact like if you're a, mm. being a slave right now, call this right now. And those are the owners of the companies that hire these women? Yeah, yeah. Contact <laughs> us and we'll unionize you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a sex slave workers union. It's not an escape route. Um but it's a yeah. smart move to get sex slaves. It's like it's like if you go on J Date and you're a clan member. That's where you find all the Jews, and then you set up a date. Boom, kill a Jew. Do you know I went on J-Date? Yeah, I, I know. You want to be Jewish so bad. I want to be it so bad. Did Judy, you, do you go- like, Did you like anyone you found there? It was really early in the online dating game. I mean, this is probably 2008. I'm a lot of excuses for why I'm guessing it was only ugly people. No, I didn't even check it out. Well, Here's what happened. Knew. The people didn't really know yet. No, I am so, I am so willing to go back on. It does feel <laughs> a little... De- it feels a little... Um, deceptive to me and I but I found out I like girls can go on that aren't Jewish so I signed up for it just I entered my email just to like get in and see what it was all about it was the first online dating thing I think I'd ever tried because someone was just like do it and I did it and um and I didn't even it just scared me too much I was like oh you gotta like write a sentence about yourself that's is next to your head like a headline I was like I'm overwhelmed by this so that's as far as I got in but it came back to bite me why okay because have I told this on the podcast (laughs) I don't know about on the podcast I don't know if I've told this you, on the pod. You said you said a dangling sentence and then gave me the mic as if as if I was just going to pivot to something else. No, I know. I, I set it up perfectly. I'm okay, a good yeah. broadcaster. <laughs> it looks like you wanted me to tell this story. I do. Yes, I want to hear. Well, um, my ex boyfriend and I. Well, my mom got drunk at my sister's wedding and yeah. told my uh, boyfriend who I was bringing home my first boyfriend who wasn't on the spectrum and uh, <laughs> spectrum you mean jewish <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i wish like that is so funny there is a spectrum um so <laughs> guess who's going to dinner a non-autistic <laughs> I, you could tell by his eyes he's a jew <laughs> he, yeah, he uh no, so I, I brought my first, like, boyfriend that I was, like, super proud of home. And uh, and my mom, like, was alone with him for, like, th- I went to the bathroom. Left mm-hmm. them alone for, like, 30 th- seconds, yeah. th- well, 30 seconds is quite, th- I was in heels. And also, like, it takes longer than that to pee and everything. But probably three minutes. Yeah, yeah but still. Um, <laughs> I just want you to know the struggle of a woman in a bathroom. It's not just 30 it seconds, Dan. 30 seconds. <laughs> How long is it? Try to understand my experience well, in the bathroom for I'm a not second. interested in it. <laughs> oh, we're back to that. You don't even have to shake your dick. You pat your puss and you're out. You pat your puss with some toilet paper. You give it a light pat. <laughs> a little pat of room. I give it a scrape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got like triple ply. Pliers. Yeah, I go to town. <laughs> Pliers. What? <laughs> what am I getting out of there? So anyway, he's never, I, been, the, he's never been the woman's aisle of pa- even past one at a yeah, drugstore. I mean, he's to, like, they got tampons, wrenches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you think happens down there in terms of? Well, like, I found out there's two holes recently. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's actually three. <laughs> well, yeah. There's the asshole, the pee hole, the fuck hole, the mouth hole, the ear hole, the nose hole, and the back of the eye hole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the eyes are plugging it, but we got holes there, too. 
Yeah, I didn't know you had a pee hole and a and a vagina hole. I Wait. thought it was the same. Um, I think it all like it I always it always comes out like pee kind of comes out like you don't know where the source is. Even as a woman, you don't. It's kind of like when like I don't know cave walls like have water coming out, and you're like, where is it coming from? Right. Yeah, there's like there's a crack somewhere, right? But or it's like a weeping uh, like Mary statue. Yeah, but when you a guy comes out of the same place, he pisses. So that's why. Yes, I know that. Yeah, we don't have. I'm not kidding you. We're confused. Uh, We don't know where it is. I mean, this is like kind of a classic thing that women talk about. Is like I I think it's commonly known that women don't know how where they like no one really understands it. (laughs) It's a urethra, but it's hidden. There's not like a hole that I can stick my finger up. Like you know what I'm saying. So it comes out of the same hole. It's literally like a crack in a wall where you're like I cannot trace it. It's just like It's like a very tiny, tiny hole. It must be microscopically tiny. Okay, so you're in the Maybe bathroom. not microscopically. So That's a little much. For three minutes. Three and minutes. I come alone with a non Jew. Thanks for getting us back on track, Dan Perlman. <laughs> um, what's your Instagram? Dan J. Perlman. Dan J. Perlman. What's that stand for? The J. Joseph. No. What is? <laughs> <laughs> Joseph. Uh, we've got Andrew T. Collin, Andrew yeah. Todd Collin, and Daniel uh, Dan J. Perlman. Yeah. Um, so I come back from the bathroom and my mom has told my boyfriend, which I don't find out until my mom is gone. And my, uh, boyfriend at the time s- confronts me about it. He's like, your mom just said all you date are comedians and Jews. And, um, she's surprised that we're together, but I think my mom thought he was Jewish and that's why she said it. Uh, okay. But I think she may have said like, you're the first non-comic or something. And it was just yeah. like, but he took the Jewish thing and was like, what is this? You're not Jewish. Why? What are you talking about? And I was like, she just said like, I don't know. You look Jewish. You people think you're Jewish all the time. That's what he, I'm into. I'm he, into your look. Was he bothered by that? He, he seemed to be bothered by it because he was no, like, I don't like, that. I don't like it either. No. So he said, but he, he said, what if I, oh, spilled a spin drift. Oh no. Oh, and it got on my white carpet. Hold on. I'm going to clean up as I talk. So I spilled a spin drift, anyone. And shout out to spin drift for sending me a lot of cases of your product. I've been loving it, drinking it, enjoying it. So I, he goes, what if you, what if I told you I went to like an all Asian, like, yeah. like dating site? Well, you didn't mention that and your I mom said, said that you were on J-Date. No, she didn't. Oh. No, then she did not. I know you were on J-Date? I'm, I'm going to get to it. Oh. It's a great story that you just ruined. God. That's why I asked you if you'd heard this story. I wanted to preempt it so you don't ruin it, but you just kind of ruined I it. I didn't ruin it. Yeah, you did. No, no, no. Um, it doesn't matter. So anyway. There's still so much spin drift. <laughs> Hold on. There's still spin drift, you guys. I'm cleaning up and I'm talking. I'm broadcasting and cleaning. Okay, so... So he's and I'm I make the point, well, if I looked Asian, I wouldn't care because you looked you're the reason I was on there was not because I like like learning like dreidels. I don't want to play with a dreidel, you know, like, yeah, 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 it wasn't. That was that was your bio, actually. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I didn't I didn't make it that far because that was not a hit. Oh, I, there's no way she could spell dreidel. D-R-A-D-E-L. No, no, it's not, dude. No, it isn't. It's E-I. D-R-A-D-E-L. What? It's like D-R-E-I-D-E-L. Well, I know the song, okay? And I like it. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. And when you're dry and ready, then dreidel I will play. I made you? Is it you? Yeah. She bursts into synagogues and starts singing that. You tell you. It's. uh, (laughs) Listen, I don't. When she sings it, it sounds like she's making an actual Jew out of, like. (laughs) Really? I. Like, and then she's playing with him like he's a toy. Okay, so, guys. 
it does. Well, I joined J Date. I'm not. I, I, I'm. Look, I'm on freaking uh, Bumble. That doesn't mean I like women. <laughs> That's a good point. That's really, it doesn't mean I respect women. Doesn't mean he wants to talk first or second. Oh my god. So my mom. So anyway, I I'm like okay. Well, just get over this. And he he like did it wasn't it didn't go beyond that. Like it was just like uh, it was a little like tension between us. Yeah. Then. But he was annoyed that that I would, like, intentionally fuck anyone. He's like, it's just weird that you, like, sought out a type of... Like, it's just weird. So I was, And he was... Th- I don't think he wanted me on dating sites. His friend saw me on Tinder before we met, and he was, like, grossed up by that. Doesn't matter. So anyway, we we start doing this flirty... I have a comment on that. Okay, but we can, please comment. I was just... It's just... What is, what is he expecting? He's, like, he's, like, grossed out that you ever tried to fuck anybody? Ever? Yes. Then what is that? Dan, so many men are. Yeah, don't you dare look at another man in your past or present. I'm not kidding you. You guys are being, you're being silly about this, Andrew, but you don't like to hear about, you literally don't want to know about any guy that your girlfriend has slept with in the past. Any detail. That's a good point. So You're bothered by that? You're bothered by like exes and stuff? I'm not bothered. It's just like, why are we talking if about you, If you could opt out of a conversation about it, you would. And I can't stand that because it actually erases like a whole part of your life that you can never reference or right. talk about because it will, it's not that the guy, it's not like you would yell at her or something or it, like, but it will just ruin the mood because the guy will overthink it and it just like sends your night into a tailspin. So you just don't talk about men that you've like had experiences with. And it's like, it's a part of your life. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like helpful to know. I mean, obviously you don't want to like lead or that shouldn't be the only thing you talk about is yeah. you just talk about this guy who you loved more. But it is helpful to know. Cause yeah, you might need context. It's like, oh, that's why you're reacting weird to this. Yes. Because this guy was, you know, did something that. Whatever, I think it's good to trigger. disclose that I had a sexual relationship with Magic Johnson in the early. In the hot tub. Th- <laughs> <laughs> so the AIDS died. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, exactly. It was safe. <laughs> but no, I think it's just so. Anyway, it he was one of these guys that does not like to hear it, and it and it was our first time encountering that. Works as a producer in Hollywood, which is like Julian. Right. Yeah. So he might have a a little bit of a, no. He might be very anti-Semitic. It's not. He's that. He, <laughs> here's the thing about that is not it. If I had to guess, he hates Jews. Um, I don't think that's true, but you can think whatever you want. I I know that to be not true. Um, but but whatever. But because here's the thing: when I grew up in St. Louis, I we don't, and yeah. so did he. We didn't know anything about Jewish people. Honestly, the dreidel song I learned from Pee Wee's um, Christmas special. Sure. That's where most people learned it. Yeah. That's, that's what was kind of interesting. What? I, I will not, like, be admonished right now for my lack of knowledge about Judy, Judaism and your culture. Judy Goldism. Judaism. The founder of Judaism, Judy Gold. Okay, teach me something. You know what? Teach me something that well, that know. that if I bring it up, people aren't going to be like, oh, that sounds like the one thing a person learns so they can connect or whatever you guys are saying. Teach me something that I should know. Um, don't do that voice when you're pretending to be a Jewish person. Well, that was not even close to anything that 
God, I hate this. Hey, everybody, teach me something the Jews like. Hey, <laughs> oh. I'm a Jew talking like this. I often to be a Jew fish down from the water. <laughs> that really was not. Did that ring Jewish to you at all? No, but is it no, now? Is it anti-Semitic no, that I don't think that's Jewish enough? No, no, no. Well, <laughs> I'll, I mean, I'll. So it's obviously that wasn't a Jewish, but your impression. Obviously, you weren't trying to do a Jewish person. You were just trying to do a dumb a guy, person, a dumb, a dumb guy. person yeah. who happens to be Jewish in your mind. Uh, in your mind the Venn diagram just has more overlap than it That should. is not true. Whenever someone thinks I'm Jewish, I am so fucking flattered. It's the, always flattering when someone thinks you're anything other than what you are. No, that's isn't not true. It? Isn't it? No. If someone is like, are you from, like, if they thought I was white trash, I wouldn't be, like, happy. Well, who says... Are you white trash? Nobody this one guy, that. this one guy did one time. Yeah. He just goes, oh, I could see you being white trash. Because oh. I told him I grew up on a river, <laughs> yeah. which was, we were not white trash. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, I could see you being white trash. And I was so offended. Um, sure. So, yeah. But that was the one. You had to Rolodex in your head. What's the one thing that you could say you wouldn't want to be seen as? Well, like I was called, be- I was called a, um, in soccer, I was called a, uh, I can't say the word, but sure. uh, uh, a slur for Spanish point. people. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, I'm a Jew from Russia." Right, but I don't mind. I was kind of nice to be called Spanish. That means like I don't know. I see Spanish. exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no. If someone thinks I'm uh, Middle Eastern or whatever, or Armenian, I was asked if I was Armenian by a Lyft driver out in L.A., but he was like angry about it. So uh, that one. Was <laughs> 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 so I was like, nah, I don't want to get into it. it like, he's like, "Why?" I was like, "Cause you don't seem happy." <laughs> then, you go, then you go, "I'm Jewish." He's like, "That's way worse." <laughs> <laughs> He just clicks the surcharge button. He just he adds like eight dollars to the thing. No, I think I I don't think you have any. I yeah, I get it because I grew up in the same area where there were no Jews. I was the only Jew. Yes, yes. So I actually started. I don't. What's the word? Stockholm syndrome. Like I started like making fun of Jews and like. Getting ahead of the punch before right. that's not Stockholm you, syndrome at all. But that's why you you mention it more. You talk about it more. Yeah. Yes. I don't think about it much because I grew up in New York and was around them. So it just they're just like a background. You know what I mean? Yes. Just, that makes yeah. sense. My I, I would bar mitzvah, take over. And I was bar mitzvah, and I'm like the least Jew person on earth. You, I would have guessed, owned a temple. <laughs> Yeah, you were not we bar mitzvahed, which is weird. We, we did, but we didn't. We were just like rented it out. <laughs> That's the most Jewy thing you can do. Yeah, why well, have a bar mitzvah when you can just rent out the temple and yeah, not yeah. learn anything? Yeah, we just rented it out to like a basketball gym and stuff. Yeah. Seriously though, why didn't you have a bar mitzvah? You didn't want the money. I, what was I gonna do as a thirteen-year-old? What was I gonna do with the cash? It wasn't really a huge thing. It never. It really never occurred to me. I think because I was brought up so not religious. I was brought up with like this is goofy shit. They're like, we'll get, well, Christmas we'll do. The gifts are from us. There's no, you know what I mean? There was no, no one was pretending there was any sort of thing. There was no mystery behind any of this. So it didn't, so I, mean, I just Santa went. Claus is ridiculous. And can we was, get, can we talk about how absurd Santa is? Oh, well, can I just finish my story and then yes, we yeah. absolutely can get into Santa Claus because I have so many thoughts about Santa and if I ever had kids, I would not do the Santa charade. I think it is a huge breach of trust yeah. that you develop early on with your child and my dad, I will never forgive, sorry dad if you're listening, I'll never forgive you for lying to me about Santa when I confronted you about Santa and I knew he wasn't real and you looked me in the eyes and I go, dad, 
is Santa real? Please just tell me. And you, your foot was shaking like crazy because you knew. And I, I saw your foot shake and I was like, Santa's not real. Like, that's how I knew. And then you looked me in the eyes and you were like, he's real. And that's why I recently sent you the Sam Harris lying book because lying's not good. And I, if your kid yeah, asks, don't you? lie. How old were you? Like 12. 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. 12 is the 20 of finding out that yeah, you're like, it old. is it's too old. It's way too old. Yeah. And it was just it like, but we talked about it on the last podcast a little bit. Right. But anyway, uh, the, the one that I did with them two ago. But um, so long story short, my boyfriend and I were working in the same office and we would often sign each other up for like these funny like subscription services like I would sign him up for like Shaggy's newsletter or just like whatever and he would just start getting emails and then I would hear him from his office go glaze and like we would have this flirty thing so he as a joke because my mom had said that comment signed me up for J-Date yeah do you see where this is going no, he he enters my email. <laughs> was I supposed to see where I was going? Did no, I just wanted going? you to go no or something. I don't know what I wanted from you. <laughs> I but like, I had gone to you before for your life. <laughs> I, she I, thought you were on the edge of I your finish? seat. <laughs> Are you ready? Do you see what's happening? No, I'm not even listening. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard a word you said for the last ten minutes. I'm just getting getting a Santa thought ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, so. When he registers my email, it says already registered. And so he was like, what the fuck? He sends me a screenshot and he's like, are you serious? And then it, then it became a thing. That's when it became a thing because he was like, it's weird that you would go to like a website and like search it out. And I think that was like the thing that was like you wanted like you wanted dick that I didn't qualify for. But again, this was. Yeah. Sorry. No, go, go. Because that wouldn't that annoy you if a girl wanted wanted dick that you d- would not even qualify for before before, before you no because it's before me that's not what would be weirder it's just this very weird thing where it's just like you have to just pretend like you've been celibate or you've been like just like waiting for someone exactly like you it would be weirder if every person that you'd fuck looked exactly like them and fit all of their criteria. That would make me feel worse and more replaceable. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because then it's like, oh, I just, it's not even about me. You just have all of these like five external traits or whatever. And there's other people who look just like me. And you just- Absolutely means you're replaceable. That's such a good, you're like a role in a movie that they keep remaking. There's a hundred people in the waiting. They'll get a younger version of you. Yes, so I would rather that. I would rather like, whoa, you've never dated anyone who looks like me. Yes. I must be cool. I'm an outlier. Yeah, it's just you're another vibrator you picked up. You're a robot. My grandma, my grandma, my grandpa died. She started fucking a new old man. This was like at 70. Came out of the car. White must. She made them all grow white mustaches. Wearing aviators. Looked exactly like my grandpa. He died. Yes. She started fucking a new guy. Yes. Four of these guys my grandma went through. Right. It's like, in, it's like in Get Out. It's the horror when he goes into the closet and sees. And he's going through the photos. I haven't and, seen it. Oh, and they're all. And he sees. Yeah. Allison Williams. Basically, everyone she tricked is also like just a black guy who looks like him. like him right oh. and so then it's just like oh this is like a game it's oh, not a horror if she shit. if you, he goes through and all the photos are just like oh what a hodgepodge of people you've yeah. dated <laughs> oh wow see girls always take that so like uh, like they're so offended when a guy is into like my friend is always saying oh he likes blondes or like right. oh he likes brunettes and it's like 
you're right. There's if you can get that guy despite his like taste, then you right. have a better chance of like of sustaining because it's like, oh, this is this is not just the immediate. Yeah, you like me for more than yeah, just more your than the initial, weird taste. The initial, I always want to fuck somebody who looks like me. Yes, okay, because that's going to fade anyway. Question. So then you're dating your boyfriend. He sees your, he sees your porn searches that was that day or that last night. It's like, Jew dick yeah. in, <laughs> in blonde Aryan <laughs> asshole or whatever. Yeah, that's not, you, yeah. that's not my porn searches. I'm just, or whatever your porn star. I'm just saying, like, is that a if, if if I see my the, the guy? It would have been for him. Oh, that's interesting. If like I was dating a guy and then I saw his porn was um like Spanish, brown hair, um you know, uh, cool, uh, not annoying, the opposite <laughs> doesn't talk a lot, <laughs> um, not too chatty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I, w- I think I would be a little bit, like, bummed, but then I would kind of be, like, turned on because I don't care if my, like, boyfriend were to, like, make out with a girl who looks a lot different than me because I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense because he gets this. Why would right. he want that in want another version? Escape with something else. Yes. Actually, it would hurt more if it was just a little bit better looking version of That's you. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what I'm saying. If he was making out with somebody else who looked just like but you. Just, hot, just a little hotter. Just a little hotter and he just like knows her less. So there's less yeah. to dislike. Yeah. It's just like that would feel so much worse. That would feel so much worse. <laughs> Nikki Glaser lookalike <laughs> with less yeah. pubic hair. Yeah. <laughs> Like you can't right if you see somebody I mean it's the same if you see somebody who's like doing well or successful or something yeah. and they look nothing like you yeah. you know what I mean you can't be annoyed of like oh there's like a six foot eight like tall handsome light skinned black dude it's like why didn't I get that part it's like because that's not me but a lot that of white guys yes. do get mad at that a lot of white but guys do insane. get mad at it. yeah it's yeah. insane yeah. well I think we've insane. logically like talked ourselves out of this right like I think this is a good place to like. Yeah, I, and by the way, um, Nikki Glaser with less hair on her vagina <laughs> is me right now. I just got laser hair removal. I know every time I because like you always think I imagine you with so much pubes. I mean, I usually do. Like it's I don't have like a ton down there, but when it's cranking, it's like it's going. And it isn't now because this laser hair thing just fucking works. I don't have to shave my legs anymore. I'm already two treatments into six. I'm gonna be a hairless. I'm gonna be a seal. It's gonna be amazing. Like, yeah, imagine I, never having to deal with your hair again. Yeah, I love a hairless woman. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I just love. You I, hate hair. Uh, I just yeah. If you have hair, get rid of it. And uh, no, look, it's is what it is. But if there's ways, I don't know. I like it. I like a smooth, would you, smooth dog. Would you tell some? <laughs> would you tell? Would you tell her to get rid of it? No, never, never. I but I wait a second. Her. I know I said I was going to be like a seal. That you hope, yeah, hope they would listen. Yeah, yeah. I know I said that I was going to be like a, smooth as a seal, but I meant dolphin. And like seals are not smooth. They have hair all over them. I think. Don't have yeah. seals have like micro they have, hairs. They have like whiskers and stuff. Yes, yeah. but their their skin is even like has a. It's a hair. They have strong strong chest hair. Yeah. Yes. Hair. So hair. not a seal, but uh, I will be as smooth as seal's head. <laughs> Seal the singer? Yes. Yeah. Not his face. No. <laughs> no. Well, parts might look like that. I mean, it's still smooth. It's not hairy. Crater head, man. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Um, I, but it's so weird today. 
I went to go get laser hair removal at fucking 11.30. I woke up at 11. I thought the appointment was at 12. I rushed there. I had to shower because I like had night sweats so bad. I was like, and this bitch gets in my puss. She is like, like has me, like she's in my labia. It's crazy. She's touching my vagina with her bare hands. It's wild. Then feeling of turned on? Not even a second. It's not erotic at all. It feels like an alien autopsy because it's a bright room and you're on this, like, laying on a table with no padding and you just have a sheet over you and it's this bright medical lighting and it's just like, ka-chink, 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 all over you. And it's air. It doesn't even hurt. Um, But anyway, then I went right from that to fucking therapy and, like, exposed myself there emotionally then right after that emotionally hairless yes i really did i was like she also picked apart your pussy yeah we also do this um she does vaginal readings and that's a long book boy (laughs) (laughs) we just got into past the forward and we've been doing it for four months oh we haven't even started uh (laughs) the forward written by my mom that side uh, so then I get done with therapy and I go to get a spray tan, which is another time where you are complete. No, then I went and got a pedicure with my disgusting toes and this woman is doing my feet. So I'm exposed that way. Then I go and I get a spray tan and I have to, that is another time where you literally I'm buck naked in front of a girl. And I told the girl, I go, I've been in- naked in front of so many women today. It's insane. Which takes me into my other, like there's gay things happening in my life. Like last night, Sarah Lena and I went to this party. Um, the Christmas party that I've been talking about all week. I think this is just going to be one long podcast with no clips. Um, by the way, I'm just deciding that right now, guys, uh, podcast update, no clips this week, just one. We could do, maybe the clips will be at the end if you want them. But, uh, for right now, we're just going to keep on rolling. But so went to the party last night, Colin Joe, Scarlett Johansson. I think I talked about it on the show this week, but I got an invite to that. Um, I brought my friend Sarah Lena, who's been on the show before and who I'm going to Cabo, Mexico with um, tomorrow. And uh, we went to the party. Uh, Andrew, you were going to go, but you you had a big night last night. Yeah, no, don't worry about me. You just uninvited me. That's all. But I fine. did. I kind of uninvited you. The problem. It's funny was- that you reframed it. Then it's like you were going to go, but you had a big night of uh, after I took away your. No, invitation. I could have gotten you in, but I didn't know until I got to the party, and I was going to let you know when I got to the party, which wasn't that far away. Which you didn't let me know. But you no, you <laughs> told you me big, you were going home. Stop it. Stop that. You stop that. Stop that because you stop know that. Stop, stop that. that. I don't really guys. Know you got to Google. Andrew uh, showed that, me actually. top that. What's yeah. it from Teen Wolf? Teen something, Teen Witch. It's some like teenage movie. Just like, go the YouTube. Stop that. The, top that. Top that. <laughs> top that. Stop, stop that. that. I don't really give up about that. Top that. It's so good. If you know it, if you, you know you're, it, you're you're, you're, you're having a good time right now, just like we are. Uh, and Dan doesn't know it, and he seems to be having fun. <laughs> it's just you two are so fun. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's, just, it's like uh, it's just a couple that I at some point wonder like I should just leave. They're so happy together. Oh my god, ugh, Dan, I really resent that, and you. I'm so sorry. I want to dismiss you just for saying that. I'm sorry. How dare you? Just rapping together. Atop that. <laughs> Atop that. So anyway, you. A jackpot. 
a jackpot, <laughs> which so, is a which is a. So annoyed I said I that. So annoyed you oh, said she got it. So annoyed the other day when when Phil Hanley said I look like her ex. <laughs> oh, speaking of, speaking of, and I'm a Jew boy. Oh my God, yeah. Phil Hanley goes, uh, yeah. When I first met Andrew, I thought he looked like, and I go, what? Spit it out. He is being yeah. so weird. He goes, your ex. And I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> don't so do I that. Kept bringing it up, and boy, was she fuming, boy. <laughs> and then I and then I gave in. I acquiesced at the end because I go, you both get compared to um, Jimmy Kimmel a lot so that th- you must look alike uh, in some way. Okay, so you're doing lesbian things at this party. Yeah. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I did have a big night. I had a yeah, great yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, you... I, I was on stage at Town Hall in front of 1,400 people screaming women for Girls Gotta Eat podcast. They've been very nice to me. They bring me out. It really just whores me out. Everyone's just whoring me out. It's great. It's I love great. it. I love these women, these strong, powerful women that are smarter <laughs> than me, that take care of me, and they get me vagina. And I That's right. Say, That's right. This is my this is my speech. This is my Oscar. This is my EGOT, yes. if yes. you will. You're, it's you well. get up there and you just thank all of the women with popular podcasts and radio shows. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I facilitated every hook I, I love helping my my friends get laid if they deserve it. Like it's I've I got my first my one of my best friends Dan Reichert and um and shout out to Dan. He has a podcast. He like is he's famous in like the um Nerd. Uh, nerd world, video game nerd a, world. I have a nerd story. I have a nerd story. Thank you for reminding me. Um, but that's coming later. Uh, he, I got him laid. My friend one night in college. He was a virgin, and it, we were seniors, I think. And he was just like always talking about it. He and I think he was like didn't drink at that point either. Maybe it was juniors. We were hanging out. And one night, and I knew he wanted to get laid so bad at the, to the point where I was like, just get a fucking prostitute, Dan. Like, uh, come on. Yes. And um, and my friend was just like horny. We were hanging out at my friend's uh, place and my, her, one of her roommates was just like, I just want to have sex so fucking bad. And I'm like, if you want to, right. I know a guy that will come over here right now and lose his virginity to you. Do you want to get some dick tonight? I pulled a picture up. This was like before Facebook right. or maybe right when Facebook came out, found him. And she was like, yeah. He came over. They went upstairs, wow. and then we like we like filmed it. We it was like a video camera too. Yeah. We didn't film them having sex, but we filmed him leaving, <laughs> and we interviewed him. It was so awkward. But he like he lost. So I've always facilitated this. Yeah, you're a nice woman. You need to get dick more though. I know. I, I'm facilitating so much, and I'm not getting you any. Think about your own hairless puss. What? <laughs> you gotta think more about your hairless puss. I know this trip. I have a feeling. I know you don't want to think that it should be romantic or sex. There's going to be some hot guys in Cabo. that are going to be fucking wearing some short ass fucking bathing suits ripped to shreds. They're going to see your hairless puss. They're going to be like, oh, my God. I just feel like the resort I'm going to is like a couple's resort. Like it's a place where like people go to be like romantic. It's not like, oh, we're going to like fuck b- bitches oh, here. But there's going to be just like there's like a few of you like friends. There's just going to be groups of friends there. Yeah, there might be. You're right. Okay, yeah. I'm open to dick this weekend. You got to get that Cabo dick, man. That's vacation tell dick. Them, tell when you're checking in. Just tell them. To let let them know to let other people checking in know. Yeah. Just spread the word around the resort. Yeah. Just tell them room number and all that, and just yeah. leave and just leave the info there. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna manifest it. It's gonna happen. But I tried to manifest last night when I was going getting ready for this party. Yeah. I just kept being like, um, "Girls, we're gonna meet our husbands tonight," and I just like kept joking about it. But I was kind of like putting it out there, like, "Why not?" You know, because this is like a cool SNL party. Scarlett Johansson's there. Um, we walk in. It is a pa- like we get ready. We walk in. Um, it is. 
packed to the brim. It's like this Irish pub. It was cool party. Great DJ. Sarah Lena and I make the rounds. We, I don't see anyone. I, I thought there was going to be a lot of comics there. People, I guess, had to work last night there. I found Mike Racine. Oh, I was, I was with Racine and Deb at the stand before that. Oh, okay. They, they were going. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So I saw Mike Racine. I talked to him for like maybe a minute. Yeah. And then we kept walking. Sarah Lena and I kept walking. Sarah Lena's friend was also there and got an invite and was going to have Sarah Lena be her plus one. Sarah Lena got invited to this party twice, we realized. I think someone told me that. Uh, that person was not going. So the plus she, one. Listen, a, listen to what happened. We night. all got. We, he, you did have a big night. We were all getting ready at Sarah Lena's apartment, and Sarah Lena's friend that she was supposed to go with wanted to bring her friend Happy. Happy shows up. Oh my God, this guy Happy. He shows up. He's this guy I've never met before. He's just yeah. a guy. He's a very nice guy. He does set design for like big movies. One that's I can't even talk about, but like. A controversial movie right now I love talking to, talking to him about it but he walked in the apartment and we the the theme for this party was festive like Christmas yeah. festive so my one friend Anna is dressed like in this amazing like and she's a stylist so she just is where she looks like an ornament and she's like do I look like an ornament do I look like a Christmas tree I'm like yes but like that's awesome I was wearing a Santa belt with like a, a bustier top I looked like Mrs. Claus Sarah Lena was wearing like lingerie and like this um bright crimson red uh like 1970s pantsuit like we looked decked with all this guy walks in and he's going to the party and he's wearing like a puffy coat and jeans and sneakers and he's like i don't and we go oh it's we go how do we look and he's like oh shit this is and she goes yeah it's a theme party happy and he's like oh well I, do i look like a christmas tree and i go you look like a, you sell christmas trees <laughs> And like I didn't know if it was gonna go over, yeah, and it yeah. kind of didn't. But like, uh, but then he ended up being just, very cool. He was just probably. He was, he was too probably, spot on to not say. No, no, no. I mean, he was probably so self conscious in that moment. He was probably just. But like, I, he seemed secure enough that I could do it because I assessed it. I was like, funny, is, "Can this guy good, handle it?" It's a, it's a good just, and he did. Are we just gonna like go over the fact that this fucking guy's name is Happy? I, know, I don't know. Thought, I really thought I really thought it was a dog. Listen, I am not I am not comfortable with it either. But he was a very nice guy. I got to talk to him at the party later on. So anyway, Happy went with Anna. Please stop. You can't keep calling him Happy. Okay, I don't like new, this. I don't, it really. Let's think of a new name. The rest of the story instead of Happy. Um, elated. So elated. <laughs> so elated. I ran into him at the party. Wait, we had a good talk. And I liked him a lot. But um, yeah. so anyway, I'm going to this party. It's packed. I make the rounds once. Sarah Lena and I dance. Um, it's we're the only people dancing. Mm-hmm. Maybe one other guy um, who she by the way, if you're that guy that was dancing with us by any chance, please reach out to me and DM me. Apparently, there was a guy with a bowl cut dancing with us. And Sarah Lena was very turned on by you. Um after the fact she had a dream about you and at the party she didn't realize who it was and i don't remember who you were i didn't notice you but if you were a guy with a bowl cut and a beautiful woman was attracted to you and had a dream about you last night she texted me this morning like honey do you remember who the guy is it's grumpy or was it oh ha 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 oh don't don't get mad about happy you would love happy you don't even know there are gonna be a lot of Bowl cut DMs. Sarah Lena NYC C E R I Sarah I L I N A NYC is on Instagram. Can I ask a question? Was everyone like in line waiting to say hi to Scarlett Johansson? No, she was right at the front, and I walked past her. I don't know her, so I just walked past her. I didn't want to bother her. I tried to make eye contact in case there was a thing, but did not talk to her. Um, I'm good, but yeah, I saw her. She's shorter than I thought, more beautiful than I thought. Um. Which is, I already thought she was going to be so short. Um, No, so beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) 
No, I. She was everything you'd want her to be, looks wise, and more. Um, but shorter than you'd think. But um, oh no, my fingers are turning black because of like my the tips of my fingers are turning. Is it better to say like look at that? That's not good. It's not healthy. Yeah, it's from my goddamn spray tan that I've touched too much. So. Let me just get over the fact that my finger, my palms are going to be brown this whole weekend. This does not come off. The spray tan before you go to a place where you'll get tan. Because I don't like the sun. I've never liked the sun. It gives you cancer and it makes you old. Okay, so you and I don't like have the patience to lay out in the sun. Okay, so you're gonna go and but just be inside most of the. No, I'm just gonna wear tons of sunscreen on top of this. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, it's gonna be great. (laughs) (laughs) What? That really cheered you up. It really took you off. Thank you. Your, Thank you, Dan. Backing up your tan. Distracting okay. me. So you're going, so you're there, you're dancing. Yeah, dancing. Bowl cut. Bowl just, cut. Reach just, out. Serlina's going to have to sift through all these DMs of guys who are pretending to be that guy. Oh, she's going to love it. She's going to love it. She needs it right now. So then we um, then we go downstairs again. I talked to Seth Myers. had a lovely discussion with him. Mm-hmm. Say hi to Colin. Colin. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Um, who else did we see? Oh, Bowen Yang. That was awesome. Uh, Julio Torres. Saw him. Great times with them. And that was it in terms of people we talked to. But this guy came up and hit on Seralina in the middle of um, like the party. And it was packed. It was like this Irish pub that had two levels. And it was packed downstairs. And we're by the bar. And this guy just comes up. And we're talking like in a conversation. Me and Seralina. And he walks up and completely ignores me. Completely ignores me. Oh. And walks up to her, just starts talking to her about, um, what? Dan said bold. Andrew said cut. Bold cut. It was not this guy. If you're this guy, get the fuck away from my friend. So this guy walked up. He didn't even acknowledge me. I felt completely invisible, but it was almost ridiculous. Like, Seralina was just looking at me like, what the fuck? Because he's whispering. He's like on the side of her, just kind of talking to her, being like, what color is that pantsuit? Like, is that like a fire engine red? Like, he was trying to like be cutesy about it. it was the worst pickup line and she was just like oh I, I guess so i guess it is fire engine and i'm just like oh this guy sucks then it keeps going <laughs> it's the worst it's just it's just like he's like the adult equivalent of the guy who's throwing uh, dead fish at her yes yes that's <laughs> the other story that's what she said that, i don't know if it's, is yeah, this you, can, you, you can fill say? it she said like she said when she was young she had a t- a male teacher who would like take her to lunch or whatever and then would like kind of hit on her but then one day like she, she was like, his ta oh ta right she was yeah. a ta and then when she's like leaving one day she's like oh you have the fish in the fish tank where are they and then when she's like looking he had like taken the fish and put them in saran wrap and then it's like throwing the dead fish at her. It's the weirdest story ever. And your face right now, Andrew, is exactly how all of us yeah. were the other night when she told us at the table. Uh, what kind of fish? Just little like <laughs> fish that he saran wrapped individually. What a Florida question. <laughs> <laughs> talking tarpon? <laughs> Snook? <laughs> what are we talking? What are we talking? <laughs> what a Florida fisherman question. <laughs> and you like, look like one. You look like, like trust the Gordon's fisherman. Men. Get your tuna fish out of a can. Come on down and I'll do it all again. So I got to finish this story. So this guy is just so obnoxious. It goes on probably another minute or two. And eventually Sarah, he goes, Sarah Lena goes, this is Nikki. Like to be like involved in in me in the conversation that I'm just standing there. Like she, he just is, we're, and she's still talking to me too. And he keeps talking to her without acknowledging me. He doesn't even look at me. She goes, and I'm Sarah Lena, shakes her hand. 
And then she goes, and by the way, if you're hitting on me, I'm a lesbian. And he goes, oh, really? And he goes, you're really pretty for a lesbian. And then she, he goes, are, are you with her? Pointing to me. And she goes, I'm working on it, which was like so flattering. And he looked at me and goes, good job. And I was like, thanks, bud. And then he walks off and it felt so good. I love that story because he was ignoring you and then he gave you a compliment in the end and you're like, Sarah you should fuck him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, he seems like a good guy, actually. You know what? I wasn't on board, but then at the end. Nikki somehow starts throwing dead fish at him. Yeah. What did you say? You start throwing dead fish at him. <laughs> what kind of fish? Always keep some, keep some on. Oh, my God. This podcast is going so slow because there's so many things to get to. Um, so, Andrew, you... You had, this, you had the story, the nerd story. Oh, yeah. I want to just share... The Sarah Lena story that you couldn't share? Oh, no. That came later in the night. I accidentally... So, Sarah Lena was trying to, like, not even get over this guy, but she was talking about this guy's Instagram story, and I was like don't watch his fucking story anymore. And she goes, it just comes up. And she goes, and, and I like, and want to watch it. And I go, don't give him the satisfaction that you see his story. Right. I, she goes, oh, like, then I should mute him. And I go, yes. Yeah. She goes, I don't even know how to do that because it is kind of hard to figure out on the thing. It, there's not like a mute button. You got to go to the where you follow him. And then, yes. Yeah. So I went to his profile. Blindly, I'm talking to her, not even thinking, and I accidentally unfollow him, uh, which is uh, like, fuck it's sending such a sign to him that like we don't want to send like she doesn't give a fuck and she's like now if i follow him again he's gonna notice it's so weird so it's just a whole conundrum which in the end we realize that she should unfollow him because she doesn't really they're not friends they're not like they didn't know each other before they dated there's no reason to keep following him and in the end it was a gift because phil hanley came over to our table and we just um we had like such a good time that we like it went from being like a dire situation where she was like, oh, no, oh, no. And I was like, seriously, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then we were like laughing about it on the car ride home. Yeah, it should be. That's a silly. It's silly. Yeah. It's exactly like well, you shouldn't have to follow these people just to be nice. And the fact that we have to no, mute anyone is mute. means that you want to unfollow them anyway. Yeah, but then there's just like an etiquette. It's drama. Like, it's drama if you unfollow. Yes. And if you mute, it's just more for your own mental health. But if- I, I like muted uh, my ex, so I try not to watch. Not because of any, but I just don't want to see that stuff. Yes. And then I accidentally unfollow. clicked on. No, I accidentally like, clicked on because like, she sees mine. And so I accidentally clicked on hers one time. And I was like at a Knicks game. Like I hadn't been in like a few years. And then I see her story and she's like at the Knicks game whoa. and is sitting like right across from me. Like I just see from the angle. I'm like, whoa, she's like directly the same eye level directly across. Jesus. Like before. Yeah. Yeah. Did I you guys. I didn't do anything, but I'm just like, I wonder if I can see. But and she knew you were there because had you posted I story? Posted. I was like thinking about it and then I saw that and I was like, maybe I shouldn't. No, exactly. That's the right move because you would only do it if you wanted to reach out. Right, because then it's like, then I saw it, then I would be posting that I'm And she would too. see that she, you looked, this, this and she, I'm saying. it's yeah, a way like to communicate with people. That's why we were talking, like, I'm you got to like, stop I'm following people here. that are, if guy, listen up, girls, I'm talking to you right now. If guys are communicating with you through your story, they are not someone who is, like, um, emotionally mature enough to actually share how they feel about you with you. It's like a pussy move, and I do it too. I communicate with men through my story, and it means that they're emotionally not evolved enough to like actually have communication with you. So don't do it. Don't engage in it. Is my message to you. But then I I really wish we didn't know as much as we did because like so like yesterday I was very upset because like I sent a text that deserved a quick reply to 
someone I've started seeing. It deserved a quick reply. And then I see when I on Instagram, I see she's not posting anything, but I see the little green active thing. So she's on her phone. She's on her phone. And I get a response. It was like after a little over an hour. But the content of it deserved a quicker answer than that. Prudent response. Right. Right. And I don't want to get more specific, but then I can't, even though the, then the answer was fine, there's still a part of me that was like, I saw that, I know you saw it, and I know I saw it was green, and now this has me upset about a thing that ordinarily I wouldn't be upset about because I would have just like chalked it up to, oh, you're just busy doing something else. Yes, we know, know too I know much. you were scrolling. We know too much. Right. I wish we didn't have all this information. Um, you know what? It is, however, I'm going to say it's an easier way to get at the truth. You're right. Possibly. You're right. It's a quicker way to So you don't lie to yourself. Right. But then you also seem, you would seem crazy to bring that up. Yes. Yes, you would seem crazy, but right. you can also proceed knowing that right. there's it's something. good information to yes. have. You but don't have also, to verbalize it. But, but I also think. She might be trying to. She might on her end, because uh, a lot of times I will not reply right away to a guy to right. give the indication that I don't care as much as I do because right. I care so much. Right. So that is also just know that we're doing that. I have done that almost exclusively. Cut that shit. That's you what I'm saying. It, stop, let's stop we're playing games. Stop the bullshit. This is so annoying. It's so annoying. I don't know. I think also to like. She might be able, it might be green, like, yeah. she could maybe be on Instagram, but then also be on her computer, you know what I mean? Like, it, you, she might have not have seen your text right then, I don't know, there's a lot of ways of, If like, you really, really like someone, you're seeing their text right away. The only possibility is this, is that she likes him too much, and she's trying to play it cool, which I do which all the time, so talk, just... Which we've talked about, of, like, you know, maybe that's oh, uh, not that. communicating yeah. or whatever, but it's just, like... I get, you, we got to stop with this. You got just answer. Just I'm not, be a person. I'm not going to be turned off at availability. Yeah, you've already like told your right. feelings. Yes, this I is, know. You yes. know, you're in it. You're not going to get scared. You're not going to run so away. Let's stop. Let's stop. She with may that. have dealt with so many guys that have done that. Coming from my perspective, right. that it's hard to wean yourself off these well, kind of games. To know. That's helpful. So to that know. that could be it. just because we have our phones. Are, are we? Are, do we have to write right back? You know what I mean. Like, why is that a thing? I agree with I agree with you there. I think there's a bullshit expectation that we all need to be on call twenty four seven, or that office hours are just like always. People expect you to reply immediately, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, given certain contexts, it is insulting when someone says a thing and then you see. I'm dying to know this context, and I'm going to ask you off air. As soon as, as, uh, soon as uh, we're as, done, we'll ask. Yes, I yes. love if it's like. <laughs> yes. I love if the context is. Uh, she invited you over, and you were outside in the cold. And yes. She was looking. Yeah, that that would was be like looking at stories in the snow. Yes, throwing <laughs> oh, <it> out. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all so complicated. Juvenile, if you will. Juvenile. Yeah, it's all juvenile. Emphasis on juvie. Yeah. So, um, what I was gonna say about the the like, I was contacted, um. Yesterday, I got a DM from someone I went to grade school with that was like congratulating me on my success. And it was really sweet. And it was someone that I have literally not thought about probably since um, high school when he was someone that I always associated with like he was troubled and like like bullied a lot. And like he was someone that like I thought from 
Yeah, I felt I felt like he got a bad deal yeah. from the students and like from bad. teachers. Yeah. Like teachers didn't know how to handle him and he was just yeah. he was he kind of like was his yeah. anger was scary to me sometimes, but I felt for him in like such a real way. Anyway, he wrote me. He's like thriving. He was so cute. But he wrote me and said and he was someone that I thought of as like bullied. Then he said that he always remembers how I stood up for him once when I was in fourth. I believe it was in fourth grade. Um, he said, Molly was bullying me and he said her last name and he said, um, and you stood up for me. And I was like, so touched by an old version of myself because I don't remember ever having the balls to stand up for anyone when I was that young. And especially to Molly because she bullied me, but Molly was also my friend. And I see where the bullying comes from because I knew Molly and like, she was the one that told my whole class that I peed the pa- peed the bed at her sister's in her sister's bed. When I spent the night at their, her house the weekend before she told the whole class, she raised her hand during show and tell, and she didn't have anything to show because she was poor. <laughs> And so she told. Show and smell. Yes. She didn't have anything to show. So she brought a fucking story from the weekend, which was me peeing her that's sister's bed. That is insane. That is crazy. Stand up. She stood up to declare it because Ellie used to make her do it. And Ellie was the big bully, but she would get a Molly to be so mean. One time Molly came up to me on the playground when I was already friends with my friend Kirsten. And I had a new friend and Molly and Ellie were like my old friends that bullied me. And Mo- Molly called me over. She's like, Nikki, come here. And Ellie was standing right behind her. And she was like, um, you're a bitch. And in fourth grade, that just is like unfathomable. Like, I didn't even know what it meant. Sure. And I just go, you are. And um, and then Molly goes, wow, good one. I'm going to write that down in my joke, in my book of comebacks. That was amazing, I mean, which was a great comeback. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, I mean, the thing she said, it's not like she, like, owned you, you know. I know, <laughs> but, like, no, her. you know what? I didn't say you are. I said, no, I'm not, oh, which was, like, yes. like, I just said, no, I'm not, which was just true. And, like, that's what I said. And she goes, I'm going to write it down in my book. Of, and so even at a young age, I was like, I got to start writing. Like, the, I need, I need, you need jokes. You need stuff prepped locked yes, in locked in yes. but anyway this kid said that i um that one t- day she was making fun of his clothes and i uh, defended him and it just made me feel so good because that was what she that was what she showed that day yeah <laughs> show and tell she showed all <laughs> <his> clothes were <laughs> just like that's what a show like that. if we all could all take a look yes. at yes that's so, that's so nice though that someone it reached, was, it's so nice when someone reminds you like a memory you're a good person well it just has a memory of you that you've forgotten yeah. you yes. know what i mean that's always really nice to hear even if it's like a silly or stupid memory or just something you did once yes. like that's always fun to hear that yeah. yes. i like when friends or people i knew who knew some prior version of you do that i think that's a nice thing to do for a person is to share some story if you can do that oh you someone. you know what let's give a homework assignment on the podcast that everyone should find someone that you owe gratitude towards or have a good story or a funny memory of yeah. and write them especially if it's a guy tell him that he was funny one time if a guy made you laugh at some point in your like class and you like recall it a lot just write them and tell them the memory that makes you laugh the most. Let's do it right now. Do you guys have any? I don't know. I feel like part of this, though, like if a girl, hey, you made me laugh junior year. And she's like, you want to fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, we'll just say I heard on a podcast it was my homework assignment from my, po- co- my podcast reply. team. <laughs> please, please don't reply to this. But You know what? DM Saralina at Saralina NYC yeah, and, just, and tell her when. Imaginary memory of yeah. Saralina. Yeah. Like, you really helped me on those uh, on that slide. I was scared to go down it and then the guy's like you want to see my dick dude 
<laughs> you want to see my big slide dick? It's changed a lot since <laughs> eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got laser hair removal. Yeah. <laughs> I had someone apologize to me about being mean, bullying me. Really? Great. Yeah. yeah. Tell me. Uh, he was the one that sprayed the uh, swastika on my. No way. Head. No way. Yeah. Yeah. He sprayed the swastika when I was in like eighth grade or so on his driveway and lit it on fire with like whatever. And that's how. Uh, and then uh, and then that's whatever. And then he was this a- guy in some kind of program to make amends. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And he shot a BB gun at me underneath the door. But he was a good friend. I don't want you to get <laughs> great guy. Isn't that interesting? B- boys have friends that like, b- like hazed them. Yeah, one hundred percent. Your I best have... friend like, like made it tortured. so you had to get yeah, yeah. tortured. Just full torture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a friend. I have friends Abu that Grave. go. Yeah. <laughs> Abu Grave. Yeah, yeah, he's a close guy. Yeah, I was a, a groomsman at his wedding. <laughs> My main memory. I was also at the top of the naked pyramid. He put me at the top. That's <laughs> how I knew we were close. <laughs> he picked his favorite belt to wrap around my neck. And- <laughs> yeah, that's how, like, guys can be like, this, this, every guy I know, they go, look, man, he would fucking take a bullet for me. He would, he would get in a fight for me. Yeah, but he also calls you a dirty Jew every day. Yeah, yeah but he would die for me, bro. He's a good guy, man. He's a real good Yeah, but he also, like, talks a lot of shit about you. He hates you, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah, but, man, yeah, but, boy, is he a good yeah. man. Yeah, but yeah. Just, uh, punch me in the face <laughs> and only just says vicious things to me. Yeah, that's the closest person in my life. Guy who you know literally nothing about and yeah. all you talk about is sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally have no depth of. of I go to. I go. I've gone to like friends' weddings who I've known for years, and I'm like, wow, oh, that's their middle name. Like when they're doing the vows. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, no. A middle name. <laughs> oh, a brother. He's gay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Weird. Well, I guess. I guess I did know that one. Yeah. <laughs> if we think back long enough, and I. Uh, I thought we were just laughing about the, the hypothetical of it. <laughs> <laughs> when his dick was in my ass, I was like, I think he he might be gay. Yeah. I thought it was just a tease. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this guy apologized. Did you forgive yeah, him? That's really nice. Oh, yeah. I forgave him way before that. But it was just, uh, yeah, I never, I never like took it like, I guess I did put it somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you've referenced it so many times in us hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, it makes me a victim, so I like that. <laughs> yeah. We, you lo- we it's all, fun being really a victim. We do that. We all really do pick. Everyone loves We it. all love our one story that we could go back to of why we're the way we are and why we, like, deserve everyone pity. Was, poor, bullied. poor. Everyone was bullied. Nobody wants to own that they bullied. No, so I, I that's bullied. why I was so I glad that this kid wrote me because yeah. I felt like I, I would have bullied him. Like, right. because I think I just was so like he like scared me and i remember my friends and i being like but it's nice that he remembers that i had compassion because there are also other girls that i think would say that i bullied them because like if it happens to you you just pay it forward that's why molly bullied us because she was bullied by her like probably her parents i I just feel like a lot of my bullying was reactive bullying of course and then i am it's a shame but no but like reacting to someone being mean to me and then i would maybe go over the top of trying to destroy them. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like a bonding thing. I remember I became friends with one kid because we both 
hated this other kid. <laughs> and the third person to hate is such a great like bonding yeah. tool. And then I used, to, oh, yes. I used to do the one person in your group of friends that doesn't really fit in, who's right. dying just, to fit like, in, ingratiating themselves, and then you all are connected by disliking them. Yep. Uh, you know, when I was in when I was in middle school, I used to do a joke about this, but this was when we finished middle school. The school they gave out an awards this kid because he was bullied the most oh. they gave it it was like an award for bravery like they that gave it the, oh my god that, and that wasn't what they said there was like for bravery but it was like bravery because they were yeah, so, the most likely to get a wedding most likely to get a wedding i used to say this but it was just so funny remembering that because like they could have just like tried to stop the bullying you know yes. <laughs> they like knew what was going on they're keeping score oh, all yes. year Yes. Oh yeah, they're keeping score. They give a yeah, yeah, they're just in their lunchroom, the the teacher lunchroom. Like, like uh, so, dude, look. So okay, yeah, we got to move. It. I think he's first place. He definitely was most bullied of the month. So whatever. His mom just brought in cookies the other day, kind of saved him a couple spaces, and kids seem to be really uh, liking him this week. It, it things might change, but he is being downgraded to. Will get you more bullied than getting a trophy for being bullied. Yeah. Every kid's like, look at the fucking dweeb that got a trophy for being a fucking dweeb. Yeah. Well, I was named most likely to be Siskel and Ebert That's in my eighth grade. Siskel. Siskel and Ebert, I was most likely, voted most likely to be, like, in their stupid, like, eighth grade superlatives or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, with the biggest dork in school. Like, the guy <laughs> that was the most bullied that would have won that. It was me and him, and everyone called me Ellen in eighth grade, too, because she had just come out as gay, and every and, and all the boys, because I was, like, scared of boys, and so I didn't have a boyfriend, so I was Ellen. And I was, looking back, I'm, like, flattered. Who's cooler than fucking Ellen? Right, right, that really right. backfired. That's such a that's such a funny insult. I mean, I guess at the time, those kids are so home. Even now, I think I was saying this the other night, but it's like when I filmed this uh, like short thing and worked with these kids, like we'd like think these kids is all progressive, but they're like so homophobic. Yes. <gasps> Can I talk about your thing? Can I send people to it? Yeah. Okay, dude. You. I was just talking about this. Who was I just talking about this to? Someone else. I am obsessed, Dan Perlman. Dan Perlman, um, I just met as like a, a fellow stand-up comedian, and my friends have always been friends uh, with him. What? Through me. Through you, but I also, I heard most about you through someone else. No, all your friends that you've met this last year have been through me. Let's just, you know, it's fine. You've yeah. a little for me, but. but I just never I've, associated I've gotten... Dan Perlman with you. I always associated you with someone else who, like, you hooked up with. That's who I associated with. Sure. Because I feel but like I, I remember when I Googled you, like, live on, maybe it was in between um, segments when she was on or something uh -huh. like that because she had a story about you. But sure. um, I just, um, I didn't know you beyond right. that. Anyway, you, you uh, speaking of someone who I owe gratitude t towards, that was, like, a story that you'll always remember about yourself. But, like, the first night I met you, you um, <laughs> went on Instagram and, like, commented on someone's uh instagram that he doesn't know dan does not know this person but i know this person and they've like been annoying to me and so he commented something on their instagram that made us all laugh really hard and it really meant a lot to me and it, immediately i was like this guy's my tried and true friend can i say what the comment was that's, no that's, no i won't say who, who no no because i don't want this person to know it was th th that it was t towards her okay right so um so her <laughs> In quotations. The layers of, <laughs> the layers the of layers this. Of I mean, it just sounds like you're bullying a transgendered person <laughs> I now. Know, <laughs> so 
which is not which is not it is not it yeah it does make it worse so anyway uh dan um is also a filmmaker and has made three short films a series that uh are so good and i watched them just because i was like oh i'll just see if he's talented and like (laughs) what the deal is and i just watched one and then um i loved it so much and i was almost scared to watch the next two because i like i assumed the first one was the best and the other two weren't as good I don't think it is. They each got better and better for me. Like, I loved them so much. There's three of them to watch. Where do you find them? It's flatbushmisdemeanors.com. Yeah, it has all three there. Flatbushmisdemeanors.com. I'm serious, you guys. This is as good as anything you're watching on Netflix or Amazon. Like, I... And like it's leading towards something. He's you might see this on a, another platform someday, but this is where it began. It's so good. It's inspired me so much. I think that like you're truly one of my most talented friends. Like I just was like blown away by it. I've suggested it to Anya. I've suggested it to, like literally everyone I talk to. It's so good because it's like one of those things that I see that I keep like thinking about. So um, I really recommend it. Go check it out. And what is it called? Flatbush misdemeanors. So, okay, Flatbush misdemeanors. That's what it's called. Flatbush yeah. misdemeanors. Yeah. It's just so well done. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Let me know how, what you think. And it's Dan J Perlman, and let him know what you think. Um, Andrew, you have your podcast Puddles. Yeah, you sound thrilled. No, people are loving this podcast. Yeah, I had people. I was on stage last night, and people were going puddles, puddles. Yeah, so dude. Yeah, people love it. Yeah, people like it. it's called Puddles with Andrew Collin. Nikki has been a guest on there. She's gonna be a guest again very soon. She's already agreed to it just I now. This. I love the song. Uh, thank you. The puddles oh, the theme, the theme song. Yeah, that's, that's dad. do you know that's my dad? Really? Yeah. Well, I had no idea. That's my I dad. Heard the song, but he 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 played it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he made it like what? He made it, it his own, but I wrote it and gave him yeah. the exact notes on. Yeah, it. yeah, he pretty much did. But like, yes. So, yeah, so um, yeah, credit to, to EJ Glazer and Andrew. Yeah, go to Puddles. Just if you want to just listen to the song, that's fine. I'll help my numbers, and then you could scroll out right when the song's over after twenty seconds. But yeah. rate and review but like seriously I haven't listened to it I've only been on the episode that I was on and which was a great one but people really love this uh, podcast and like it made a lot of people's like top list so if you like Andrew on this which is like ridiculous if you're not already listening to Puddles so do that and uh, you also have a live show at the stand that I'm going to be on January 29th 29th at the stand yeah but we got so much in between that for us <laughs> I know um Dude, you got to come see us on tour. <laughs> Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, uh, New Year's Eve. Late show still has tickets available. I think the early show sold out. Meet and greets were just added. Um, so if you get a VIP ticket, you'll get to meet both of us and um, take a picture and all that stuff. And, and uh, bring me gifts. I love gifts. Yeah, Actually, know. nothing too heavy. And then, yeah, because I end up fucking carrying it. Starbucks gift card. If you want to, if you want to give me a gift, Starbucks gift card. Andrew's back. Can't really support it. You know what? Just bring bring me kettlebells. Andrew loves that. I like drawings. I like art. Any kind of art I can hang up. Um, that's what I like the most. But not of myself. I don't want a picture of myself because I'm not a narcissist, which we covered on the show this week. Andrew paintings of Andrew. Yeah, I'll take a um a abstract painting of Andrew. Yeah, don't do that. And I'll tell myself it was my ex boyfriend. <laughs> Do the opposite of abstract. You do look like an abstract uh, portrait of my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, so better? <laughs> That's all I got. Good That's comeback, all. loser. I'm going to put that in my book of com- – bo- Molly's, Molly's book of comebacks. You are. You are. Uh, you are I just love – So anyway, the – Coming back to school and like – 
she like went and watched like yeah. Richard Pryor and like wrote down like all these like yeah. and you were just ready to fucking go yeah. like it's yeah. like George oh, Costanza I shot a jerk, store. Yeah, the jerk store jerk oh, store oh know? it's the best it's the best scene if you haven't seen the scene in Seinfeld you you gotta go watch Seinfeld well, and you're not but I've told you about this scene but if you don't know it it's just funny to tell again yeah, it so yeah. it, George is in the middle of a staff meeting at work yes. and he's stuffing his face with Shrimp, seafood. You haven't. I have. Oh, you have. I have. And then a guy across the table goes, "Hey, George, the ocean called and said it's running out of fish." And everyone in the board meeting laughs so hard. And George Lee and has his face stuffed with shrimp and is just like furious and like looks like an idiot. So he leaves and he's like, he's like, "Oh God, I should have said that." Like he comes up with a great line. You could tell he's driving or he's in the back of a cab. And he and he goes, "Jerry, I got, I have this great line. I had a great comeback." And Jerry's like, you got to set it up again. Set up the circumstance where you can use it. So George orders and calls a meeting again that they don't need to have with these partners. He or, he orders this platter of shrimp and he's he's stuffing his face with the shrimp. And finally, this guy goes, "Hey, George!" And he, and George stops and is so excited and he goes, "The ocean called. It's running out of fish." And George finishes chewing, dabs his face with a napkin, puts it in his lap, and goes, "Yeah." Well, the jerk store called and said it said it's running out of you. And then the guy goes, why would they? You're their top seller. And everyone bursts out laughing. And he's, he's foiled again. It's so good. And do, you remember, do you remember what George's like final reply to that? Was no. Come back. He's like, yeah. Well, I had sex with your wife. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And lean in and whisper. They're like, his wife is in a coma. <laughs> We should just do a podcast where we retell Seinfeld moments. I'll be, I'll be, who do I get to be? Am I, I'm definitely the racist guy. The racist guy. Oh my god! So many great episodes of George with um in in meetings with like people. The suitcase one, yeah. Steinbrenner. Every Steinbrenner thing is great. Oh my god! Just in something. Elaine, my my favorite Elaine scene is. First of all, is I had the bisque where he's like, you yada yada over the best part. But then also when George comes in, he's wearing this like he's confident. It reminds me of me and Andrew sometimes is like he's confident with this new toupee and he's really confident. And she is infuriated by it because she's having a really bad day. He's like everything's going George's way and everything is not going Elaine's way. And she's fucking pissed. And they've like switched lives almost. I think it might be that episode. And he's confident strutting around the apartment. She goes. I don't like, or it, she she reaches for it at one point and tries to snatch it off his head, and she goes, uh, and she's like, "Give me that." She goes, "You're bald," and he goes, "I was bald," and she goes, "Give me it," and he like hits her off, and then finally she struggles, she jumps on his back, grabs it, he, she runs out, she runs over to the window, she lifts it up in Jerry's apartment, and she goes, "I don't like this," and this is what I'm doing with it. And she throws it on the street and then slams the window and then, like, pats her hands like she's just, like, worked on a car. And George is just so dis- – it's the best scene. Yeah. Please go Google that scene. I hope you enjoyed our retelling of it. This was the podcast this week. Special thanks to Noah for um, editing this all together every week. Follow her at Noah Injection um, on Instagram and Twitter. Shout out to um, Ian, who was on the show this week. Ever- all of my guests. Dan Perlman, thank you for being here. 
Andrew Collin, thank you for being here. Uh, Bang It Out Tour is uh, tickets are available. Late shows added to the Chicago show, Detroit, St. Louis, Huntington, Nor- uh, New York, and maybe one other city. Also, we're adding San Diego and Sacramento and um, Tulsa. Outside of Tulsa, also coming up soon. So get on those. California, I know you wanted me out there. We'll see you on tour. We'll see you um, next week after all. There will be a special episode from Cabo on next Friday. We'll see you then. Uh, Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate. Happy Hanukkah to those of you who celebrate. And um, Kwanzaa. Merry Kwanzaa. <laughs> and jackpot. And squirt, squirt. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This has been a Comedy Central podcast.